Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hold, primates listening. It is I, Numator 479. According to our studies of your puny mammalian race, we discovered you like very good coffee. And while it is our evolutionary purpose to cause you psychic torment, we want you awake and vivacious to give it. So try our new blend from Spring Hill Jack Coffee, Reptilian in the Morning. Our proprietary blend of lightly roasted cocayo husks will have you immediately energized upon emerging from the pain cloaca with all your slippery new eggs. Thanks, honey. I'm cold-blooded. Mmm. Eggs to Spring Hill Jack and last podcast on the left. I'm ready to get out there and eat some babies. Get out of the way, Hillary Clinton. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories? That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yeah. Marcus, mm-hmm. you never thought that you were my twin flame. I mean, I do know that you and my wife are very similar in many different ways. So you're saying that she's the flame that you have sex with <laughs> and I'm the flame that you work with? Yeah. I'm that saying- isn't, I, I don't think you understand the term of twin flame, though, because it's one person. Well, I do recall that at one point, twin flames did talk about there being a third flame, although the third flame was the baby. So maybe mm. you're our baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> you have to baby, build your harmonious twin flame union in HTFU. I think that's also really, really important. I think we need to work on that by, I think, honestly, you might need to switch to working with Carolina more and having sex with me more. <laughs> because I remember, and if in the words of Shia Leah, what's her last name? I can't Dumper? remember. <laughs> Shia Leah Dumper? I know you. I remember what it was like feeling complete without my man. My life felt like it was on hold waiting for him when everything I did was just to find him and to be with him. I felt lost, lonely. I ached (laughs) for completion. Struggled to keep the light of hope alive in my heart. Oh, you feel like that before we met? I did. I felt like I was struggling to keep the light, the hope of my light alive in my heart. But I decided to keep going. Does that mean doing a lot of cocaine and watching nothing but Nazi documentaries? I think you were just having fun. All right. I decided. I was not. It was a horrible time in my life. So you finally decided to answer the call of love. Yeah, I did. Right. And this love has changed us fundamentally. Has it? 
Yeah. I believe it has, actually. I think it really unfortunately I eat a lot has. more weird meats than I used to. Well, you, you ate weird meats before. I did. I did. I just, now I have a yearning for it. I yearn. I learned. Welcome to Side Stories, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Marcus Parks. I'm learning and yearning. I'm Shia Leah Dumper. <laughs> ready to get my face filled out with love. <laughs> the only cult to get people fatter. We're talking about Twin Flames here. Twin Flames. Uh, Twin Flame Universe. Twin Flame Universe. Excuse me. There's a, a couple of documentaries out about it right now. There's one on Netflix, one on Amazon. It's kind of like how Nexium had mm. two documentaries at the same time. Uh, but this is a fascinating cult because it is it's completely online aside from a couple of meetups. Yeah, it's Zoom based. Yeah, it's it's a Zoom based. It's not even a YouTube cult. It's a Zoom based cult uh, in which this married couple are bringing in lonely people, mostly women, and telling them that their life is not complete until they find their twin flame. You have to have a twin flame. And guess what? It's either you either masculine or feminine. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what you showed up as. And that guy, Jeff. A guy named Jeff, who is, I, I, the way I saw him, I watched the Netflix one last night, the Netflix documentary. Yeah, that's and the only one I saw as well. He, Jeff, ugh. I hate the term alpha beta, mm-hmm. right? But if you were going to choose a single man mm-hmm. to be next to a picture of a man next to the words beta. Yeah. In a dictionary would be this Jeff man. A beta in alpha's clothing. Yes, he is so gross. He looks like what's. It looks like a version of a guy who gets cheated on of a in a picture in an Onion article. <laughs> He's got long, stringy black hair. He's got his wife Shia Leah. Her name's fucking Megan. <laughs> she changed it to be vaguely Native American. Yeah, I, I don't have know. Shia Leah. I have no idea where that can't name be. It's like when someone names their daughter like Michaela Mom, <laughs> <laughs> in order to be original. But he tells you if you're a woman. He tells you if you're a man. He tells you if you're gonna have sex with a woman. He tells Tells you if you're going to have sex with a man, depending on what their energy is and what he decides you do. Well, that's how the occult eventually evolved, because where it started is that you've got these two people. They're bringing lonely people in who are saying that they're having a hard time finding the love of their life, oh finding their twin flame. And so these people started telling them, like, you have your twin flame. You've met your twin flame. They ask, like, who do you like right now? And so, like, well, I, I like this guy, this George. This sent a message to me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. They're all, unfortunately, everybody is extremely lonely and... They are hard up. Yeah. Inside of the Twin Flame universe, they are hard up and they are there ready. Very hard up. To be told by a stringy haired, <laughs> weasel faced man with, with his new Native American, newly Native American wife. Yeah. That you took up. You actually already met him. He put a heart on your Instagram post the other day. Yeah. And then they say, you have to pursue this man. Pursue like, him. All, 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 under, against all costs, all anything. Full court press pursue this man. And some of these women followed this advice to such degree that they got restraining orders put against them. Persistence. <laughs> and I think it's important to see. And you've expected that one poor lady who broke her back and then, well, I say poor lady, and then turned into a full-on dangerous stalker with multiple different restraining orders put against her. Yeah. Uh, all because, and they kept being like, Get back in there. Yeah. He's your twin flame. And yeah. then you were sending these rambling texts to somebody who's like, I'm gay. <laughs> Leave me alone. I mean, the the one that was the most dangerous uh, is uh, this young girl. I think she was 19. And uh, these twin flames leaders, these this guy and this girl, uh, told her that her twin flame was a felon 
in Utah. Some guy who randomly messaged a cute redhead on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and they told her, that's your twin flame. What are you doing living across the... Because she lived in like Massachusetts or something. Well, like, she was like, it's hard for him to come live with me because he has these... He's felonies, legal implications. And they're like, fucking go to him, bitch. He had an ankle bracelet. That's <laughs> like, why he couldn't leave. He's like, he's, you know, on probation and he can't really leave his house or his county. And they're like, what are you doing staying in Massachusetts? Go you- to the bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> the bracelet's keeping your twin flame over there. You gotta go to Provo fucking Utah. Of course. And so she gets there and... And he's got a rat tail. Yeah, he's got a rat tail and he's doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Like, he's still doing it. I and- just feel like his personal life is very dark. And they're like... <laughs> Excellent. Now we can see how hard your twin flames burn together. Yeah. And the cult, everything just kept continuing because, you know, as we know in cults, you have to keep upping the ante. You have to keep adding activities. Well, because they also really start making money. They have to make money somehow, guys. First of all, I'm trying to think of what our idea is. Natalie and I were sitting last night and really kind of come to because So with twin flame, you have to buy teaching packages Mm -hmm. from Jeff and the Native American woman. And then when you do fake. She's not Native American. No, she's not. And so they go and they teach you (laughs) a bunch of classes. Yeah, her name's Megan. (laughs) I'm just going to call her Megan. Just call her Megan, Jeff and Megan, right? (laughs) Jeff and Megan. They're going to teach you how to teach other people how to guess that your twin flame is right there because guess who their twin flame is, whoever it is that you are talking to currently, right? It's called the Twin Flame Ascension Coaching world. And this is where the MLM comes into it. Yes, because then you buy the classes and then you reach such a level you've made, you've done and done so many classes in such a good way that now you need to go bring in other coaches. They're going to bring money into the system as well. You sort of get a cut, but mostly they just put you to work in another place. And then I do think they're doing the thing where they're going to pay for you to live somewhere. They're doing the Scientology thing. LRH. I mean, you really- Where would these people be without my man. Dude, I know. Like, because I see it. I watch this thing and they use a lot of the same language. They use so lazy. A, like, it, well, it really is. I mean, I wondered about it because, you know, that's something that we talk about a lot in cult episodes where it seems like there is in some people an innate power, an innate knowledge of how to be a cult leader. Just like fucking- they just. They just it's know possessed. how to, they just know how to do it. You it's know? going to it's three years of an NBA. You have like Rock Terrio, like who yeah. had zero uh, exposure to cults. He had he yep. hadn't studied anything. You know, Jim Jones, the same way, had zero mm. exposure to any of this stuff. And yet they somehow innately knew how to control people and how to build a cult and how to get people to do whatever the fuck they wanted them to do. And this guy has the same thing. And it's weird to think about how Scientology, like, I don't know if he's smart enough to have actually studied Scientology in order to use some of the terms. We know that Keith Raniere was. Yeah, Keith Raniere was, but Keith Raniere is like on a different level. He's also an asshole. Yeah, I mean, he's an asshole, but he's also like, he's calculating on a level that none of the rest of these guys are. Think about how much of a Dumpy fucking loser you have to be that Keith Raniere is an impressive version of you. Yeah. You know, it's it is but hard. It, but I it makes me wonder how much of this like Scientology, like Scientology became so ubiquitous. Like how many of these sorts of how many of these uh high control groups are 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 educated in the process of running a high control group? The nomenclature. That's sure. the word that I'm looking for. Is that they use how you, a, the processes and the tactics. Yeah, they use that they use a lot of the same nomenclature, a lot of the same same words, yes. a lot of the same tactics well, clear. to bring people in. Yes, Twin they, Flames is using clear the block. Yeah, clear the block. Right? Yeah, if you if he doesn't want to fuck you, 
it's because you haven't cleared your own blocks, which doesn't even make any sense because then yeah. it's still the other guy who's trying to, it's, it's all thing. again, it doesn't make any sense. Well, they also have a, a very Scientology, the, the basis of control in this group is something that is very similar to Scientology uh, practices, the mirror exercise. Yeah. Like that is very Scientology. It's you talking to yourself about yourself. Well, it's what it is, is they uh, And say, they tell you that you're wrong about the thoughts that you're having about yourself. Well, it's that you're having thought about your twin flame or somebody else or your dad. Who's or, not in the guy? Goddamn room. <laughs> it was There's never, someplace else. There's someplace else. This is else. a Zoom-based cult. Yeah. Or they say that, you know, or if they have some problems with Jeff or Megan, you know, if you say, like, I think that Jeff is taking me for a ride, you'll look in the mirror and you say... I am taking myself for a ride. He always said, flips it back onto you. Well, he makes you, he that's the, builds that's the mechanism. it in to flip itself on you in your own home. That's how we can do it on Zoom. Yeah. Like he figured out how to do it over God. Zoom to not even ha- be in the same fucking state as How do people. we do this? <laughs> you make the podcast, right? Like all of a sudden yeah. they're doing their own podcasts and they're shipping them to us. And we go like, this is not a last podcast standard. Yeah, unfortunately, this is not good enough. You're going to have to do this again. Yeah, you're going to have to do this again and again and again. But, and Do you the, think it maybe is just rampant, not medicated antisocial personality disorder? Uh, like some forms of these antisocial personality disorders put you in a sort of like a manipulative mindset. Yeah, plus narcissism. You know, yeah, this sure. Guy's, it's all sprinkles, all sprinkles. Oh, yeah, all yeah. Like this guy's a very obviously a narcissist. And he also, he gets off, very obviously gets off on controlling other people. And you can see that most uh, on display in the uh, Twin Flames universe diet. And oh, I use yeah. diet in very loose terms here. It's the only cult I've seen that recommends carbs. <laughs> it wants you to carbo load. It likes you to eat big, heavy red meats because he says in order to get yourself into a loving mindset, you must put yourself into sort of a loving it's use loving foods, mm-hmm. quote unquote, to help. And what he means is like, Valentine's Day dinners, yeah. like from prom. You know what I mean? It's like a steak, a pile of mashed potatoes, and a glass of red wine. Yeah. And they're eating big hoagies. It's like a deli style Reuben for lunch every single day. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was this one woman that said that she gained 70 pounds in what, like a month? Yeah, man. Like, it's insane. Well, and it's also, he liked Megan to be bigger. Yeah. Jeff liked Megan to be bigger. So he was, he's a feeder. Yeah. He's very much a feeder. He likes the control and he likes seeing the control. He yeah. likes seeing that like this woman's body is changing because I'm telling her to change her body. I'm making this happen. And he's also seen it on Zoom. He's just like, yes. She's yeah. feeling more of the square. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, honestly, it makes you sexy, man. I mean, I kinda, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I know you're cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it can it can work. It definitely can work. But, but, it's, but, but the, it's a part of your control in your the, behavior. But yeah. the also the problem is, is that this woman was like, I'm becoming pre-diabetic. Mm. Like, it's not, a healthy way of like you're not supposed to eat three massive carbo loaded salty ass meals every single day unless, of your life unless you've cleared your blocks <laughs> and then maybe you the wouldn't problem. be retaining so much water if maybe someone had some blocks that they had cleared but this twin flames universe shit i mean it's fascinating because it's still going on oh yeah we're probably going to receive a season desist just saying this <laughs> I, that might be true because they are going hard in especially at the end of the netflix documentaries the three different squares of response from the twin flames universe that comes from which both natalie and i goes being like you know normally if someone's innocent 
they don't need three pages of explanations of why they're innocent. But, you know, but like yeah. saying the, how they're all liars and that it's a, a a coordinated group effort to destroy the Twin Flames universe. But honestly, it seems to be doing well. If you look at the website, there's still plenty of Twin Flame unions. Josh and Lisey are crushing it. Um, you got um, Stygian and Johanna. <laughs> well, they're crushing it. Well, with the couples, now we come to the most insidious part of the Dude, twin flame story. Dude, not who and Valentina. That's oh a good can. That's a good combo She's, right there. Oh yeah. Well, that's that. What that is, that actually brings me to yeah. The most insidious part of it is the problem that Twin Flames had was that there the were problem. <laughs> the there are many problems. We're gonna make one of our other shows do a full deep dive into Twin Flames because we were talking about this because I don't know if it's fully until he kills Megan. Yeah. Then it's last podcast territory because <laughs> right now we're in the MLM stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as I said earlier, cults always have to move forward. They have to up the ante. Yeah. And the problem and they cannot stay stagnant. No. And the problem was that Twin Flames was staying stagnant because the vast majority of the members were women. Uh, oh, yeah, they were running out of people to pair people with. They couldn't because at one point they were like, okay, we have to start. We can only pair people that are already in the Twin Flames universe because obviously these other people that are outside of it, they don't get it. They don't get They're it. They're not in it. But the problem they is- call, that, They develop false Twin Flames. Yes, false Twin Flames. And so when they realized that most of these people were women and they had already been teaching this thing of like masculine energy and feminine energy and for it. years- It's and a that, binary system in a, their world. It's a binary system. Everybody and like and they're not homo. You know they're not homophobic. They're welcoming of uh, gay couples. They're welcoming of trans couples. Uh, but they say that no matter what, you're either masculine you're, you're or feminine. You're the masculine or you're feminine. And so when they saw that it was nothing but women, they started to convince people that they were trans. Life, they started um, life. Uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what they did within their own cult which is horrific you know yeah. it's, it's for like you're a lady <laughs> you're like i am i am i yeah i had a pretty detailed dream last night you're a lady yeah well i mean they talk to somebody uh who, they go like this they channel flames yeah. right that they go like oh yeah you somebody's already met you already met a flame it's your friend natalie <laughs> and they're like but i'm not i'm i mean you know i'm not they're like you're gonna learn yeah to really like it well the worst part about it is that they didn't even like do it that formally they made a facebook post yeah where it was just like jim like fucking jennifer is gonna be with stephanie and guess what guys stephanie you're a man now whoa and, <laughs> and there were do i get stuff <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Is life going to be easier? No. No. No, no not no, here. No. Well, because they had to switch because eventually the, the, so the really the goal of Twin Flames originally was just, we hook you up with your soulmate. Yeah. That's like kinda, a, it was like a matchmaker service or but, like a, you know, a guidance system. But that, it hit its lip. So eventually they started saying, because people started coming at them at first, because people started leaving, being like, well, I came here to find a boyfriend, not to be a part of like this massive system, because eventually they started to turn into a church. Yeah. He was trying. The thing about Jeff Dumper is that Jeff is really too transparent with the moves that the church is making. He's telling all of them what they're doing and how clever they are and how they're going to become a church. And to be honest, the United States government, say what you will, they pay attention 
to when you are trying to not pay them taxes. Yeah. And he's, well, he's trying to go postmodern with it. He's yeah. trying to say like, yeah, you know what? No, like, we're a cool cult. Yeah. We're a cool cult. You know, like, you know, I'm telling you the bullshit up front. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and be open with all this just, shit. No, he's scamming you. And people are falling for it. Man, don't. Uh, but Don't, though. Because it's still out there. Yeah, it's still out there. But the, the worst part is that, you know, they are telling people, hey, you're trans, which is, uh, is to the best of my understanding, I, I hope that I get this right. But the whole point of trans is like, I get to, I get to choose who I am. Oh, like, no, no. It's oh, like, you're talking it's, about yourself. Yeah. Not Marcus. No, not Marcus. No, you I'm, don't get to tell people that they're trans. Yeah, or not. I don't get to tell people whether you're trans. Like, you get to decide. You know, I feel like, or honestly. Not decide, but you get to, I don't know exactly so the word. So you don't feel that there should be like a, a department of the government <laughs> that tells people if they're trans or not? The department of trans, yeah. I think that that actually would really... You know, like, I feel like it really clears stuff up. I'm just saying, I'm I'm really trying to understand. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to grow. I'm with you. Um, but the part, the worst part about it is that, you know, these people aren't choosing. You know, they are no. being told. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, it, it is an issue. Yeah, that is definitely it, the worst part. And they're you're being assigned that you're a lady. Yeah, you're being, or uh, no, it's all men. Like, yeah. they're all assigning you're a man now because they already, they have too many ladies. And so there are people within this cult that are like, they've already gone through top surgery. And they're not trans. Yeah, they're just whole... following what this guy is telling them. They just send them that meme that's just like, you're a man now, baby. <laughs> you're like, this is how you tell me? You're the man now, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with Austin Powers and Sean Connery memes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they don't, like, because there was somebody that came out afterwards when they were pushing and pushing, like, you're a man, you're a man, you're a man. You have masculine energy. You have masculine energy. You, do, you don't know that you're a man, but you're a man. Go through it, go through it. And then she said that she called up her mother uh, and her mother was like, are you, do you really feel this way? Or are you just doing this because they're telling you that you should be doing this? And she said that was the moment when she got out. See, that's because she aren't thankful that she actually got out because some people don't. Some people then double, triple down, and all of a sudden they're completely lost. Like that story of the, in the Netflix documentary about the twin sisters, where the one sister is just like gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah completely gone. But, you know, again, this was a Netflix documentary. So we know they, they, they don't, selectively edited documentary i'm still not pro twin flames universe <laughs> uh but let's see what happens and how this plays out because they got a, they, they're still very active they are all, all over social media they are they, they got all their posts i did it last night i went through the hashtags you know what i mean there's a lot they do this thing where couples come out also you can kind of see that jeff dumper the the head of the, the entire group is kind of like whitewashing everything with the new baby because now they have the third flame, mm -hmm. but they're using that baby quite a bit. So I feel like we're going to end up to a new kind of baby farm period for Twin Flames universe. You know, I think we're going to get into that world, yeah. which is going to be hard when you've made everybody trans, but then we'll figure that out. <laughs> you know I mean, I guess they're just going to steal babies like they're the penguin from Batman Returns. Um, but so who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. But fingers crossed. Finger it gets juicy enough for an episode. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what happens. I mean, there have been many arrests uh but we you know we're not necessarily in the restraint you got to go above a restraining order if you're going to be on uh, the main feed but just the idea of encouraging stalking is so dangerous it's horrible because like, then you just you know I, i've not to be i've received these texts when you get a, a, because of our business mm -hmm. and the people i've met in our business mm -hmm. where you meet these people and they start sending stuff that's like a wall of like you're my, just so you know, you're my twin flame. We're going to be together no matter what. Um, I've had prophetic dreams that you and I are going to be married. I'm a man now. 
you're gay for being with me. You know what I mean? Like this like really crazy stuff where you're just going like, you know, and I would recommend to all of my listeners, if you get too inflamed, just block. Yeah. Don't engage because it's just not going to work. They're buried in it. As soon as you see the words twin flame, get out. out. Be like, I'll catch you on the flip. I'll call one of those guys. What are the guys they come? Reprogrammers. Reprogrammers, yeah. Like maybe D- guy, deprogrammers. deprogrammers. Some guy can come here, kidnap you, fix you. <laughs> you get one opportunity. Although those are also very controversial. Oh, extremely controversial. Like, do you remember that documentary a few years ago about that deprogrammer? Oh, yes. Yeah, that guy was something else. Because again, he was kidnapping people. But I told Jackie, if she ever gets sucked into the cult, I don't care about her human rights. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Coming in there, I'm breaking into the compound. I'm stealing her. Right, mm-hmm. even if I got a fucking, I don't know what I got to do to get her out. Right, even if I dress as a laundry man. No, that's nice. Or like a pest control guy. Oh, even better. Yeah, and then I spray her with a bunch of bug <laughs> spray. Oh, here's your pest right here. Now you're turning into a Batman villain again. from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, well, but speaking of the dangerous people that you meet in the entertainment industry, I finally got my first not Los Angeles true crime story. Hey, welcome. Honestly, it, it was kind of nice because we were driving around with my mom and uh, Natalie got a um, one of those uh, notifications from a citizen, mm-hmm. a citizen app. I don't know where being like bag of severed body parts found in Studio City area. <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, can we go? <laughs> Literally. She was like, oh, can we go see? And I was like, mom, for the love of Christ, you just got to LA. <laughs> but no, I, but it turned out it was connected to this case. It really is. Like, this is incredible. There is a man named Samuel Bond Haskell the Fourth. Yep. He is Hollywood royalty of sorts. Mm. Um, he's, his, well, I mean, he's attached to Hollywood royalty. Yes. Well, he is is the son of the former executive vice president and worldwide head of television for W, the William Morris Agency, uh, and Samuel Haskell Sr., yeah. who's also the recently under fire head of the, I believe, Miss America competition yeah. that he was dealing with a little bit of, uh, he said a bunch of rude, bad things. Yeah. He said he was mean. <laughs> there was some grippies. I yeah. think looking at him, dance I, back and forth was I, bad. You I know? think so. But and, he was um, he was removed from his post. He was. That's but the father. Today, what he's doing is he is head of Magnolia Hill Productions, <laughs> which is the production company that makes all the Dolly Parton specials. So this guy, lover, it's, it's not Dolly's fault. Dolly didn't do this. I, I thought the uh, the Christmas special in which she played the homeless lady who came in and sang songs every once in a while. I thought that one was a bit much. I didn't enjoy it as much as I well, thought I would. She came and went, come on, come on, come on, yeah, show you my pussy, show you my pussy, Dad, give me Dolly. Well, I thought that it was going to be like nine to five, but Christmas. Like I thought it was going. I thought Dolly Parton was going to be a character. No, it's her with her tits out slightly, a little bit of soot. <laughs> You know, just going. Do you? I forget what they. I don't know what a good home no, song it's, is. Yeah. It's just the the you know, the whole. Which is always the homeless child song. <laughs> well, I thought it was, but then it ended up being just about like that mean lady who's in the Gilded Age and who was in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and she's just being mean for the whole thing until finally she learns a lesson at the end. It's like, yeah, sing. I just want Dolly Parton a banjo. I don't need anything else. Well, I want Dolly Parton to act and then play some songs. I want her to do both. I feel that maybe Samuel Haskell was distracted. (laughs) What's going on? I think there was maybe, you know, it was the fucking Miss America stuff. And then his son's now killing people. Allegedly. Allegedly. Samuel Bond IV was booked on suspicion of murder on Wednesday. Detectives suspect that he killed his wife and also may have killed his in-laws who are missing, who's not missing, is his wife. They found her torso in a dumpster 
in the back of a strip mall in Encino, which is about a 20-minute drive from where we are right now. It is very, very unfortunate. This guy seems to have gone off the rails. He did not receive... I'm going to just go on a limb here and say he did not receive the gift of talent no. that his father must have. You know what I mean? If you're that level of WME, you've done something correct you in terms talent. of the entertainment industry, never morally <laughs> or, or, you know, not as a man, but as a as an agent, you've done a lot of things. So I find it really interesting that maybe this guy, I feel, you know, I'm not going to make this judgment call because we don't know, but maybe it seems to sound like at first blush, that he was sort of the talentless mm. son of a very important man that then had a whole family and a structure put together and he kept trying to make it in the entertainment industry and he just couldn't do it. And then he went insane and killed everyone. Yes, he did. Well, I mean, for a little bit of an example of his uh, talentless nature, let's hear a couple of TikToks. Okay. His handle is Tragic Streets with a Z. Now you and I have a dis- we have a, a disagreement here. We do because I believe this is it. Ha. Well, then maybe they do come together. I believe that these videos are him trying to be satirical. I think that he's trying to be funny. Tell me what you think, Rob. Because I think that he was. I think he's trying to be funny. I think he was trying to make it all the way through. Right. He was trying to make content mm-hmm. that would be somewhat relevant. But then I think that now, in light of what he's being accused of, they appear to be extremely sim- uh, sinister. Yeah, I I think that this guy is a douchebag of the highest order. Mm. I think he believes this is how you do TikTok. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I don't think any of these are separate <laughs> from somebody. Because the problem with thinking that you're funny and not being funny is that it's truly one of the most unfortunate personality flaws to have, I think, because yeah. you think you're funny. Oh God, it's the it's probably the most annoying personality type on earth. It's hard because I get it. We all love laughter. Yeah, everyone loves a laugh. Everyone yeah. loves a jokester. But I think that when it comes down to it, if you're not actually funny, it then comes across sometimes as very scary. Guess it does. Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna go through three TikToks here. So we're gonna ask the audience and we're gonna ask Rob, what do you think? What's a, what's the tiebreaker here? Because I think that his general, I guess. Uh, Mulieu is that unhinged crazy person. (laughs) He's doing these TikToks. He thinks this is how you do TikTok because he I don't think he's got a bit overall because I think it's given him too much credit because he does every once in a while tag a little joke. He does at the end of it. So let's hear the first one. Yo, real quick. What's good? Like, what's up with Brad Pitt trying to like come for Paul Wesley's wife? Like, even though they broke up, but still like. I don't even know. Like, let me know in the comments. Peace. So this is a pretty general TikTok shout out. <laughs> he does shout outs, right? He likes yeah. to say shout outs. He, he loves shout outs. And he especially likes to shout out uh, restaurants that yes. he's been to. Which I do understand. But I feel like at this point, we're just standard LA douchebag. Yeah. And this is, and by the way, this is a TikTok done in his car while he's driving. Yes. Uh, the second one is the exact same uh, position. And it's the same day, by the way. He's wearing the same, same shirt. Same shirt, yeah. Yo, shouts out to Christina for wearing that rose gold. Girl, yes! I think, again, <laughs> faulty TikToks. He's shouting out to people that are following him on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's in the comments. He's talking back and forth to some random woman that was talking at him. Yeah, and I also think it's quite sad. I looked at his uh, his hit count, and even with being an alleged torso murderer, mm. he still only has like a couple thousand views. It's hard to break through. <laughs> yes, we've seen it. It doesn't matter if you're trending or not. It's real hard. All right. And now this third one, this is uh, at a restaurant after a meal. This is him shouting out the restaurant. 
I just want to say shouts out real quick to Bamboo over in Emote Sondo, Jingu Mae area. Thank you guys so much for the amazing lunch. Such a chill classic vibe. Peace 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, one Because he says shouts out a lot, yes. which I do think is him. Again, I think he's being funny. No, I think he thinks that's what TikTok, because he watches everyone, he watches young people on yes. TikTok because he is in his mid 40s, I would imagine. He looks, you know, besides the pock marks and the kind of the weird, like, distant stare and the uneven eyes and the, <laughs> and the weird face, like, he could be handsome. It Maybe. I mean, he also looks like he gets fillers on his lips. I think he gets lip fillers. Yeah. yeah. He Actually, def- now that you say that, yes. Yeah, he gets lip fillers. Although he does also have a broken nose, <sighs> which is interesting. I wonder where that's Ma- from. Maybe he thinks, uh, I-, I would imagine, some sort of mental health episode. What do you think, Rob? I think this is just who he is. Yeah, yeah I think this go. is just there I think he's just gives douchey energy. That's what I'm saying is that maybe at the very center of being slightly not funny and scary is that if that's just who you are, that's just who you are, whether you think you're funny or not. <laughs> like he's trying. I think that he's trying to catch a, a vibe. He's yeah. trying to do. I agree with that. It's really weird. How do you say this? There's no, I, I don't believe there's a, a, an ounce of irony in this man. I don't I'm, think, no, I don't think he's joking. No. He's, he's definitely not murdering it when it comes to his TikTok jokes. You are correct. Not yet. Not allegedly <laughs> murdering it. Allegedly murdering it. <laughs> now I wonder, because, you know, you know, I'm not saying that you can't embrace new forms of media as you get older. Well, I think it's not. important to do. I think it's important to to age along with what's happening. But I do think that 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 desperation, the one thing that the internet does really well is just put a spotlight on if you're desperate or not. Oh, yeah. Like, there's something about it where people can, it just comes through the screen. We're like, I feel like that's why it's the people that kind of like make it, especially in a social media realm, they have, which is largely, hate to say this, guys, a constructed view of like and and presentation that you see them and they they just are you believe them naturally yeah which is the same as casting as you would in television or film or anything else where if it does doesn't work if you read as a crazy person on the internet it's going to be hard to break through unless you have huge tits. <laughs> I mean, it would be very very helpful like if you had that you know what I mean but I don't know if he's going to get his his father's, his legacy. I don't know what's going to happen because he's just got arrested. He was on the run for a little bit. They have not found the bodies of his wife's May Haskells. Uh, they've not found her parents yet. Uh, Goshan Lee and Yang Zhang Wang. They have not found them. They've called them again and again. They are missing from their, they, they, basically where they should be. Yeah. Supposed to be home. They don't know where they are. Uh, I, we're probably going to find out a lot more as we go because he might be a confession style. I think that he will enjoy the notoriety. I I, I really do think he will. And now you have people coming out of the woodwork to say he once threatened me with a machete. He now all of these like pictures of him and these like old Facebook clips of him holding a sword and a big red X on his face that are all like just old content he made. And they're trying to make it like super sinister now because it's him with a Jean-Claude Van Damme little like green beret hat on with a gun and doing all the kind of like, you know, showing all these pictures of him like, look how crazy he was. But he might have just been standard Hollywood unstable. Yeah. Until one day something just... Pushed him over the edge. I am learning the stand. I am learning the unstable Hollywood archetype quite well. Yeah, it's everywhere. It takes a while to really notice it, but once you notice it, you see it all over the place. That's our like national bird. <laughs> We're like in New York, you still have like 
the uh, self-important dickhead. Yeah. Right. Who shows up and expects the whole world to kind of stop for them. Or they're like, you know, dressed in all black on a cell phone, like not looking at you like that vibe. In L.A., it's a scary both eyes are kind of going in different directions, mm-hmm. talking to you about either crystals or about the real. And, you you know, like, but again, you get used to that guy because yeah. he's everywhere. And then you just kind of decide, like, is, or how, at what level do I not invite you to my home? Yeah. You know, like, and then you have to <laughs> the, figure out what that is. Yeah, the level of engagement. Like, wh- how fast do I need to pull back from this man? But sometimes they're just funny. Yeah, sometimes and t- they and are. And, t- and sometimes, honestly, they're just on new meds. <laughs> and it's it takes a second. And you don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? They're on a new, they're, they've been sudden in their butthole. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're on a search to try to figure out like what's going on at the center of their brain. So you could, they might be a little wobbly. They might be. Well, the thing is about this guy is that he made one of the dumbest decisions I've ever heard a murderer make. And one of the laziest decisions I've ever heard a murderer make. He was bringing the bags full of body parts outside of his home in big garbage bags. He saw a van full of day laborers driving by. These poor guys. These fucking, oh man, I feel so sorry for these guys. He flags them down and says, hey guys, I got a bunch of bags of rocks. And they need to get out of here. You guys, these me- rocks are <laughs> bleeding. All right, honestly, it is you getting ever, messier you ever and about, messier. You ever heard of blood rocks? You ever that? You ever heard that? That no, uh, sir. No, that, sir. I, no, 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 sir. No. You ever heard that saying? Uh, you can't get blood from a stone. Turns out you can't. Well, sir, no, please, sir. No, we must leave, sir. But they <laughs> he gave him was like five hundred bucks a piece, I believe, or, yeah. or total, like saying, "Will you get rid of these these bags of garbage?" It was me? way too much cash for taking a bunch of garbage to the dump. But the guys said that they like picked them up and they were. They said they're like this was wet. Oh yeah, they they're like they were, these are not rocks. They were soft. They were like these aren't rocks. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, they're 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 Halloween decorations. I mean, I, I threw away the rocks last week. I, I mean, they're Halloween they're decorations. Halloween rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and so the guys like they took it out to the dump, and then they were like, okay, like we don't feel good about this. Like this is bad. Like this is bad. This is bad. And think about so, that's day labor. That's crazy money for a day labor. And they literally money. were just like. No. Well, they went back to his house and they gave him the money back. And they were like, this is like, we can't do this. This is like, this th- This is horrible. And he's like, but it's just Halloween decorations. What's the problem here? And they said, no, 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 no. And so they left and they immediately called, the, called police. the police. Like, well, but that's the thing. They had to go through this whole circuitous and that's uh, fucking scary. path. That's scary, man. Super to just scary. call the police, especially on this like guy waving cash around. You have no idea what the hell is going on, what you're getting yourself involved in. Yeah. That's very scary. Yeah. So they called, uh, they called the sheriff's department first, who told them to call the LAPD, who told them to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's real crushing it here, man. <laughs> that is great. You, especially oh, yeah. with how much money these guys get. Oh, yeah. It is just great. Yeah. They could just transfer you to three different people like it's dental insurance <laughs> and not a man with active bleeding cor- like corpses in his Corpse garbage bags. bags yeah. Corpse bags. And he's just handing oh. them over to people. Like, how lazy can you fucking be? I don't know. That's fucking insane. I guess, like, well, oh, they are just, not, well, you're going to have to call the. Halloween decorations department for that one. <laughs> I don't help with skeleton breakdown. <laughs> but we'll obviously a lot of stuff is going to come to light. Yeah. We're going to get more as uh, I I I don't think he's going to be silent. I think he's going to fuck it. I think talk. he's going to sing. They're I think like, he's going to talk a lot. I yeah. think we're going to hear a lot from this man. Yeah. I think his father is going to distance himself because <laughs> we haven't seen a comment from him. They all keep saying no comment from the father. Yeah, of course. And so we'll see where that 
goes. I'm guessing his relationship with Dolly is taking a hit right now. I it's hard because what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Again, you're like, you know, he's probably saying to Dolly right now, you met Sam. <laughs> right? You knew you even probably said to me multiple times, you know, he gonna do something bad in your life. And you're gonna be like, Dolly, you gotta stop being so wise. Dolly Parton doesn't talk like Forrest Gump. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Sam, you need to think about this. <laughs> I find that character I find that caricature offensive. I love Dolly. I love Dolly Parton. I just don't know how to do the sweet southern voice. <laughs> It'd be more like, well, I just told Sam that he just had a problem and I just didn't know what to do with him. And and I told him, like, you gotta get your boy under control. Never speak to Sam directly again. <laughs> Dolly, right. you don't talk to him anymore. All right. I guess I'm just gonna go give more books to poor children because I'm the most wonderful woman alive. She is. She really is. She really fucking is. A fucking treasure. A national treasure. Live from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha and it started off my day Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God, I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! 
H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. All right, let's talk about this. This is a story. This is a good little less involved story. But it's one of my favorites when you get into, like, for for true crime, this story about the woman poisoning the boyfriend over the $30 million inheritance. This is insanely stupid. Because it's just, I'm going to recommend something to all you guys. We, you know, we always say we're not supposed to, like, help murderers. (laughs) But, like, don't just tell everybody you're poisoning. You know what I mean? Don't just tell people that you poisoned somebody. And also, this is advice to people that don't want to be murdered. If you're about to come into a windfall of money, and maybe your long, long-term girlfriend, who you've been avoiding marrying for very specific reasons that you don't want to articulate to her or to anyone else, right? <laughs> Probably because you're afraid of her. Yeah. Or you're, uh, you don't like her. Yeah. Right. Or, or, or you just, you know, you're complacent. What you got to do again is if you're going to come into some money, disappear. <laughs> Don't tell her. But so, the problem with this case is the guy wasn't coming into money. Oh, God, this, no. This, this is, is an incredible story. Stupid. Everybody's so stupid in this poor story. He's poor fucker. This is in Minot or Minot, North Dakota. Mano, probably. Mano. Minot. Now, a I'm woman, just saying it every way possible. A Minot. A woman killed her boyfriend by poisoning him because both believed that he was about to receive a $30 million inheritance. I think the operative words there are believed. both believed. <laughs> believed. <laughs> so, um, but then family members of Stephen Edward Ridley Jr., the deceased, and his accused killer, Ina Thea Kenower, 47, of, of Mano, they uh, they had fallen for an online scam. Yeah. And he was never going to get that money. It was it was such a an obvious scam. It was the long-lost relative scam. Uh, is that, you know, a guy we, just sent money saying, hey, a lawyer's going to meet you in a parking lot. <laughs> never going to happen. It doesn't work like that. You have to call the lawyer several times often. And a lot of times you got to pay him up front. Yeah. You got to give me all your banking information. First. And then only then can I transfer $35 million from a long lost relative. 30. Don't you think if you had a relative who had $35 million, 
Like they wouldn't have talked about that shit. Or they wouldn't have showed up in some cool glass clothing or like did something like show up in a brand new Rolls Royce. Well, it's a long lost relative. Oh, so yeah. it's like it's somebody that you never heard of. This is like this your third. Happen. This is your third cousin twice Outside removed. Outside of a Reese Witherspoon film. <laughs> it does not happen. Third cousin twice removed. He doesn't have any living relatives. And we tracked it down. And you are their next of kin. Me? <laughs> Is he me? Yep. yep. Yeah, I gotta say. Yep. You got all the guys at the trash plant. I ain't gonna believe it's me. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can't even imagine how much your life's about to change. And then your girlfriend poisons you with antifreeze before you get the money because she believed that she is your common law wife, even though common law marriages don't exist in North Dakota. So you get you don't get the money twice ways, but it really just comes down to he finds out, he gets this email saying you're gonna meet this lawyer. We're getting this money. Mm-hmm. Boom. You got your wife. Quick common law wife, longtime girlfriend. You hate her. And by the she, way, common law wives aren't. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> She's there. I mean, it might mean some in some places, I in, guess it does. In some states it does, yeah. But not here. Not in North Not where it counts. <laughs> not where the murder happened. And so he tells you, but like, I want to know the timeline of when he found out he was going to get the money and then somehow, I guess, told her, yeah, I'm about to make $30 million. I see your fucking dumpy poor ass over at the fucking unemployment line. Bye. I don't know when he told her he was going to break up with her because I've... that mistake. Never tell anybody you're coming into money. But it it doesn't, does it say anywhere in, oh, yes, it does. Yeah, he planned to break up with her and yes. had no plans to share the money with because, her. Because, and I don't know how he told that. Maybe she discovered, maybe that's one of those things that she discovered. We will find that in the trial, that she discovered that somewhere, maybe in an email. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that yeah. he didn't just say, well, now <laughs> things are about to change here. There's another thing about to change. An involvement of you and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as, like I don't think it's going to happen. So I know find this out, right? He's going to leave her. So then she just poured fucking antifreeze into his beer. Yeah. And then he sucked. <laughs> it's just so hard because you're like, oh, God, just taste the beer. We're like, this sure tastes funny. It's skunked. This it's beer, skunked. This beer skunked. skunked. No, no use wasting. <laughs> I, I don't want to make got, fun of the victim. But I ain't got that $30 million yet. Well, we'll see. He's drinking that beer like half with like, it looks half blue. Uh, you know green. What I mean? He's drinking, it's yeah, yeah. bright green. He's drinking beer like, yeah, a lot of changes around here. A lot of shit's going to change. That's going to be where the pool table's going to be. That's where you used to sleep. And yeah. that's where my new Godzilla arcade game is going to be. That's where you used to stand. <laughs> and from now on, ain't gonna be no skunked Keystone Lights for me. Not it's gonna be me. Michelob Ultra all the way. That's the way it's the champagne of my beers. <laughs> and I'm gonna get a fresh tap in here. I'm gonna... I'm not feeling good. Because <laughs> <laughs> she sat there and watched him writhe in pain for 12 hours well, until she, he died. Because she kept telling him, man, that's that revenge. Yeah. She's just going like, oh, oh, oh. She's like, you got sunstroke, Steve. Oh. Thank God you're here with me because I have direct training with how to deal with sunstroke. Oh. And that's all she's telling him. She's been like, sunstroke. You just got to ride it out. Meanwhile, he's just like, I'm fucking dying. I'm fucking 
That sun. Next time, you better drink a Gatorade because I can see it in your face. You've been stroked by that sun to death. But yeah, he can't. It's very fucked up. It's because, because yeah, it's oh, got law and crime. Also, the YouTube channel's got a good breakdown of it. But the incredible thing about it is not only was the money not real, but common law marriage she wasn't even going to get even, it. it. Like that's because she believed that since they've been together for so long that they were common law married. So anything that was going to come to him was going to go to her as well. So I guess she got him. I guess she poisoned him because she figured that if we move, if he kicks me out, we're not going to be common law married anymore. I, the I moment I step know. out of that fucking door. I don't think that the plan <laughs> was executed by geniuses. I think that she saw this, because that's even incorrect. Because you understand that it's probably one of the most traceable. They found it immediately. They said his mouth smelled like antifreeze. Yeah, they found a, a Windex bottle contained a bright green liquid in their Just living room. Out. A glass beer bottle and a plastic mug containing the same liquid was found in the garage. Yes, it was just out there. Yeah. She did not try to hide her crime in any way whatsoever. No, and it was, again, it's very, very easy. So, guys, straight up, you have to think harder. <laughs> if you're going to do this, think harder. But there's a skateboard, top of the stairs. <laughs> I think that's a good way to do it. Throw well, a fucking toaster in the pool. Well, first of all, Google... Is common law marriage a thing in North Dakota? Just even like, think, just, like, look it up. Figure it out. Like, say, like, if a common law married couple, if one of them dies, does everything go to the common law wife? I don't let know if inheritance my, Let me get my, my magic eight ball. <laughs> do common law wives exist in North Dakota? Ask again. <laughs> do common law wives exist in North Dakota? Ask again. <laughs> like, God fucking damn it. I'm just going to say yes. I'm just going to say yes. It's leaning towards yes. Uh, that's it. It's again, you can't trust anyone. You really, <laughs> I think you just, you just can't trust morons. You know, <laughs> you know what, uh, I can't, you know what this really is about? Break up. Break up. Just break up. Understand Don't wait until you get the fake $30 million inheritance. It's not going to play. It's never going to work out like that. Yeah. It's never coming for you, mm -mm. all right? There's no, if you're miserable now, guess what you're going to be with $30 million? Miserable but rich. Yep. And guess what? You know what's fucked up? You're just as miserable when you're rich. Mm -hmm. It's And you won't even, you don't think that yet, sure? Yeah, he's going to get a new, like, set of veneers. <laughs> They're immediately going to get ruined. Yeah, he's, he's not going to know how to. keep smoking and fucking drinking Keystone on top of it. He's not going to know how to take care of it. He's going to go into that dealership and he's going to buy that $125,000 Dodge Ram, not knowing that they price it $125,000, so For you won't you. buy it. Yeah, yeah, it's the idea. You're not going to get, yeah, it's just not going to last as long as you think it's going to last. No. Then the taxes come out and then you find out it's all fake. You know what I mean? It's yeah. never been there. The yeah. money never came. Yeah. So you the know? taxes aren't coming anyway. No, nothing's happening. No. Nothing's going to change. No. You're just, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to get the la your last $700 drained out of your fucking bank account and then you're going to be fucked. <laughs> like, that's it. You're going to be on the phone to Wells Fargo yelling about how you got scammed. And guess what Wells Fargo's going to say? Wells Fargo, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got him. You got him. All right, here we go. We got one more. This is like, this just kind of feeds into, I got a lot of messages. Number one, about just fucking corpses. Yeah. Across the board. Uh, I got some pushback from an undertaker that did say, 
that uh, he's never seen a pussy enlarged by death. Because he's never seen a hanging death. I don't know. And that's the other thing is that if you listen to what I said, is I did not say that it happened days or weeks later. I said that it happened immediately after the death. So by the time, undertaker. so by the time the undertaker got to the body, go hang the, a woman, the, <laughs> go hang a woman and then let's look at it. By the time the undertaker got to the body, if the vagina was swollen during like how many, is he hanging out at the gallows? He's an undertaker. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand, you know, people die by suicide from hanging, but yeah. uh, I would also say that the vagina probably the swelling lessened, or I mean, is Maybe he looking at it with, is he looking at it with a magnifying glass? I don't know. He did not see the vagina before. PLTL at gmail.com. Have you seen it? How big is a vagina hanging? How low is your labia going? Because then I wonder if the father comes and sees your dead corpse and then just <laughs> we don't want that hanging out. Regardless, I'm pushing back on the pushback. Thank God. Hey, that's what this is about. It's a conversation, ongoing conversation with the audience. Did anyone write in about my penis question? What was the penis question? The penis again? question is if it would be possible to use a pump to engorge a penis to erection uh, size, uh, whether that pump be manual or hydraulic. I got it. Took seven minutes to jerk off an elephant. <laughs> seven minutes and thirty minutes of foreplay. Um, I am looking this up. Does it say anything about the fucking pump, penis pump? Well, it's because because of the uh, the congealed blood. <laughs> so I'm guessing no. I mean, at the, we can come back next week with it, or a week after after the Thanksgiving holiday, we can come back with it. I'm sure there'll be plenty of mortuary assistants and undertakers and you know, coroners and so on and so forth. I find it very writing interesting. Writing in about it. I'm asking specifically now on side stories lpotl at gmail.com. Answer my penis question Can mm. a penis become engorged? A de- can the penis of a corpse become engorged with, I'm just, and I'm just going to ask it. for the manual penis pump. I got it. Here we go. We did an autopsy one time on a dude with a penis pump. He was a raging alcoholic. Apparently the night he died, he did a bunch of drugs and drank a handle of rum. When they found him, he had porn on and his penis was in his hand. The man who prepped the bodies for us before autopsies was a sweet gentleman from Sri Lanka who spoke little English. My coworker tried to deflate his penis, but instead it made it harder. Poor guy didn't know that a penis pump was a thing. I thought my coworker was a pervert. We later explained to him that what was going on and that my coworker was not into stroking dead guys. So they used a peanut pump to deflate his hard penis that had remained hard in death. That doesn't answer my question. We also had a chick come in wanting a mold of her dead boyfriend's dick. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that happening quite often, actually. Yeah, I think there isn't there an urban legend that someone that there's a mold of Jimi Hendrix's dick going around. Yeah, I, I heard think that. there was a woman who did molds of rock star penises there for a little while, and I think there is a mold of Hendrix's uh, quite impressive schlong. I'm a former hospice nurse, and I'm listening to your episode. When you brought up people putting in penis pumps in the corpses before having to go, it made me think of this one body I had to clean up. My guy had a penis pump, and it was broken. Dude was always semi-hard when we cleaned him up, and his penis rolled around. That still doesn't answer my question. That's a living man. That is a, that is a dying man, I feel like but not a dead man. See, medical student, urologist, do a lot of work with penises. Okay. Penises made of three distinct tubes. Okay. This is more mm. like we're getting into the penis expert with the urologist. The other tubes, all right, so we got like, oh, the bottom tube is the urethra and a layer of muscle. That's hollow. Sure. 
Cynthia Plastercaster. That's the woman who did uh, all of the casters of various rock stars. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, look at these little penises. There, now, there is a procedure when you hollow out these boner tubes. That's for the inflatable penis implant. The surgery is for anyone with erectile dysfunction who failed pills and injections. In order to install the implant, a urologist will take a patient to the OR and put them to sleep. The tubes are dilated and hollowed out using metal rods. The tubes are then filled with long balloons that the patient can then inflate using a pump in his scrotum. So you squeeze on his balls. That also also doesn't answer my question. I, what I'm Plus, is too, I, I would I think, also say that that is way too involved for a necrophiliac. I think that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> what we're saying here is that is that do I think what that answers is that the penis pumps are much harder to install than we think that they are. Yeah. I think they're far more difficult. You kind of have, yeah, you have to do a lot of stuff. But on the other hand, I think they're more difficult if you want the penis to stay intact and usable for the rest of a person's natural life. Whoa, that's Jimi Hendrix's plaster cast penis. I How told many inches? You, it's very, very thick. Wow, that is very thick penis. Yeah. He didn't deserve that. He's what? too good. He's a guitar. Oh, oh, so you're saying that because he was so good at guitar and singing and songwriting and everything when it comes to music. Well, he and- couldn't talk. <laughs> That's where the huge dick comes from, well, is that no, he really couldn't talk. Well, he, but that's because he communicated through music. <laughs> he was so into that idea that he actually had a plan before he died where they were he was going to make a music commune in Woodstock where people could exclusively communicate with each other through music. I'm so because glad he had a heart. Let me show up with a fucking tambourine. <laughs> Is he hungry? Well, he had such a hard time expressing himself, you know, verbally. Like he could communicate emotion and all these other things through music that he couldn't communicate verbally. So that was that was his dream that he was going to do right before he died. I'm glad that that didn't happen for him. Well, it would have lasted about six months. Also, just then we know what happens. As soon as you isolate, as soon as everyone's playing flutes to talk. (laughs) Oh, we're playing flutes to talk. Guess what flutes can't do? Say yes or no. To sex. No, because if you go like, you know, <laughs> if you say no, be like, no, I don't want to have sex with you, Jimmy. No, you can absolutely. <laughs> like, that's how you know when you want to have sex with them? No, it's like you could just tell someone's like, you can codify it all at the very beginning and you can say, it's like, okay, if you want to say yes to sex with the flute, you can play like the part to like Peter and the Wolf. Like, but if you don't know the fucking, so I can't get sex at all if I don't know how to read sheet music? <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, I, well, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine they could make exceptions for people who know how to play with their mouths. They know how to do do Oh my God, I think Henry's choking. He's doing a. Let me just get out my dictionary of what he did. Oh, he's having an insulin attack. Get He got stung by a bee. Someone get his EpiPen. That means EpiPen. That means EpiPen. That's fucking stupid. Well, I'm glad he just stuck to playing music and having a huge cock. And now he's dead. Oh, man. And that's where that gets you, huh? He had an accident. It wasn't his fault. He had an accident. We've lost out on so many years of incredible music. Who knows what he could have done? I mean, I feel like he could have done some good stuff. He might, I mean, who knows? What he was going off into like this experimental jazz direction. It would have been incredible. Like, it just would have been absolutely incredible. Oh, fine. <laughs> I like Jacko Pastorius. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> it's on harmonics and shit. So you, just, you just like your bass guitar. I, I like that. I, I mean, it's the easiest one to do with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, you want to do some listener emails? Yeah, we could do some listener emails, although we never got to the story that we were going to talk about. What? The, about the corpses. Oh, well, I was going to do the stories about the guy asking people to eat their shit, to buy their, <laughs> to buy their, buy their shit. Oh, that's what you were going to talk about. That's what you were going to talk about. Oh, yeah, then we have the other corpses, yeah. We actually have a corpses I thought story. you were going to talk about corpses because you start talking about corpses. No, you want... Okay, we can talk about the shit story because well, there's not wanna, much to it. Do you want to do the corpses story? Yeah, I, we do can the, do both. Do the torp- do the we can do story. both. We yeah, can do it. both. Yeah, there was a guy that, uh, you know, the community reported him because he was messaging people on Facebook asking if he could buy their shit so we could eat it. Yeah, that's his guy. Hey. But then he got in trouble because he started asking them if they had any little shit. sisters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which it always does. Flew too close to the sun on wings of a pedophile. Yep. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> Curiosity kills the cat. Yeah, his, uh, I mean, I would say that hey, his- Hi, I'm wondering if I might be interested in selling your faces. Yeah. It could be in a container or something like that. I know it may sound odd, so no worries if you're not interested. That's what I'm saying. His opening then, salvo the, is quite polite. The person immediately said, how much? He says, how much it? How, how much is it a porch pickup? <laughs> <laughs> I could do between 150 and 200 bucks for a little Tupperware of your shit. He said, each time if that might work. So 150, somewhere between 150 and 200. So does that mean that he's going to be like charging based upon volume each time? I would. Like I'd paying get a based scale. upon volume. Yeah. Like you're at the Gelson's and you're getting the pre-made. Besides. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you know, sometimes you're like, fill the big one. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd say. Fill the big one. Like, you give them the small one, be like, see how much we can get in there. And then you squeeze it tight. <laughs> I mean, like, pack this one tight. Pack it up. You know what I just realized? I was thinking about a woman squatting and shitting in a, in a Tupperware. Yeah? Uh, what? <laughs> because oh, just now? Obviously, yeah, uh, just Not now. last night. No. Not just... <laughs> Not last night. And maybe... I, you know, I know we asked a question similar to this on the stream. Mm. The, do you pee when you poop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that actually worked out pretty good. A lot of people do. I don't always. And did we, did we break it down between male and female? We did. Oh, we we did. did. It was pretty even. It was pretty even. So, yeah, so women do pee when they poop as yeah. well. But I would imagine. The it holes was... are closer. <laughs> From what I've heard. <laughs> okay, you know, my, I got notes to make this show dumber, so I'm trying to follow suit. <laughs> you do it very well. <laughs> yeah, I'm certain that some of these got some piss in there. Yeah, I'm sure they get a little bit. Do you think that ruins it for him? Oh, that's what he sees. Oh. That's what he does when he sees it. Because I imagine he doesn't want it watery. I'd imagine he wants logs. He wants logs. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. I mean, he's not a beggar, he's a buyer. Customer's always right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be Dottie's specifications. This is capitalism 101, <laughs> supply and demand. Oh, I just don't hear me, man. I uh, legitimately, uh, you might be pissed, buddy. Again, I feel like if you're straight up cold calling people to ask their sh- buy their shit, Again, it's whatever shows up. You play it to the audience that arrives. Yeah, where he well, but where he crossed the line into illegality uh, was in another message where he asked, "Do you have younger sisters?" Well, you know what's funny is that it's interesting because this person decided to not dox them. A a person put this to this whatever they were like the Durham Post or whatever in Canada. Another that's why this is brought to my attention because it's another Canadian shit eater. Uh, is this Canadian? Yeah, or is this is Canadian. Oh, Durham, Canada. Yes. I thought it was Durham, oh, North UK. Carolina. Well, I, well, actually, I thought it was the UK. Oh, well, we're all going to different places. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They eat shit in every way on this world. And that is one thing you want to bring us all together. <laughs> in North Carolina. North Carolina. We have a long tradition of oh, North shit, Carolina. Shit. Eating a bunch of poo-poo nuggets. I actually feel like the North Carolina is doing very well. 
It's South Carolina that eats a lot of shit. Yeah, South Carolina eats um, shit constantly by choice. But yeah, but this guy, uh, I, it's interesting because they said that they did not want to dox this person because they have all the messages and they want to really reveal their identity because we have yet to uh, charge this person with a crime. Although they did report them to the police. Say, I think it's good for them to log them. You should not <laughs> wink. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess you could file this under solicitating minors. Yeah, I would just be like, hey, we should look at this guy. He's trying to, he's trying to buy her, she's my shit. And I feel like there's, weirdly, I think that there are more appropriate ways and avenues to go buy human shit for consumption. Appropriate avenues? Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine good so. Good fat life. Good fat life? Right? What's fat life? Oh, Marcus, how do I know FetLife and you don't? I don't. It's a website. It's a social media network for people who like to get their dickholes spanked. Yeah. Fetish, yeah, fetish, FetLife. Oh, yeah. okay. You go to FetLife, I bet you, maybe LPOTL at gmail.com. I'd love to know the guide way for those of you that are way more experienced than me within the sex work community. How would someone go about and legit buy some shit? Yeah, well, I mean, the problem is, is that I don't know if you can mail shit. Like, how are you going to, because that's the thing. If you're going on the internet, how are you going to, that's, that's why this guy's going on Facebook. What do biologists do? What do zookeepers do? This guy's, that's why this guy's going on Facebook Marketplace, because he wants it local, he wants it fresh, he wants it warm. Well, that's different. I think it's because he also wants to know where it's coming from. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he can't, he's not just going to buy random shit off of some stranger. He is, though. <laughs> but he wants them to be local. Yeah, he wants I, it I to be local. I think it's just because he doesn't understand. want to get on a plane. It's going to get dry. I mean, how are you? Because that's the thing you're gonna. But unless Maybe that's you get where the pee comes in, unless <laughs> that's what keeps it suited. Unless you get a professional, and a professional might know the proper ways. So if you are going on the internet, then this you, is I, I'm If I poop in a box and mail it to someone, what charges could I face? Is this quote? No, I love the note. It says, "Now I want to emphasize that I don't plan <laughs> on actually doing this. I'm just curious about it." Oh, and this is a revenge thing. Suppose there's someone I really don't like to express my hatred to this person. I decide that symbolism right, so, would speak louder than words. So I relieve myself in a box and mail it. So to what them. says at the end? What is the answer? How would the following factors? Well, they have a lot of different factors. Uh, how would the following factors determine the legal consequences? The existing relationship, if any, between <laughs> me and the recipient. <laughs> the state in which the sender and the recipient live. Oh, so they're wondering if you cross state lines, it becomes a felony. The state in which the sender and recipient live, whether or not I also wrap the quote unquote payload hey, in something. This is how we're here. It says this right here. Uh, while it is illegal to harass others by sending them poop, it's the harassment that is illegal. It is entirely legal to get poop shipped to someone or even to yourself for entertainment or gag purposes. Interesting. So there's no bio, because I figured this would be like a biohazard. I think this comes down to Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> comes down to the Supreme Court. Someone has to sit and look at it being like, what is the intent? Yeah. What is the purpose of this? What, why, what, uh, what achievement are we trying to get? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we're going to find out. How- yeah, because right here, not necessarily seeing as bowel cancer screening here in the UK includes sending smears and feces through the mail. Interesting. Interesting. That is quite interesting. I don't know. It's... It, Oh, not if it's for medical purpose. As you say, you have to list it as a biohazard. I guess. Yeah, that's what I get. That's what I figure. It has to be a biohazard. But then if you label a box biohazard, jokes are ruined. Also, these guys are just straight up just like, these don't go on the internet. Because <laughs> they're just saying whatever. This hey, is all just looking, guys just saying. Are you saying, looking at Quora yeah, again? Yeah, been like, mailing poop is perfectly legal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like because that's what it says here <laughs> oh god yeah can you legally mail your feces as a gag gift to people you don't like you would need to check the postal regulations 
<laughs> and here it says giving to your eccentric spelling. So this is also interesting. This is what Jeff Dre says. He says, can you legally mail your feces, F-E-C-E-S, right, as a gag gift? And he says, given your eccentric spelling of feces, F-A-E-C-E-S, which is like, no, you're the difficult dude. You're the one. Fe- that's how you spell feces. 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 No, it's F-E-S. F E okay. There is. I don't F-E-A- know. We've been doing this for twenty five years. We have had the face. <laughs> we've, we've had We're, this discussion. We have the faces versus feces. It's F E C S. It's never faces. It's sometimes faces. I think maybe in England it's faces. This is why we succeeded. <laughs> faces. It's from of our attention to detail. It says here it's faces. It's a noun. Hmm. It's British. Yeah. That. Yeah. I know my I people. I gotta do fucking everything different. <laughs> <laughs> Color. Aluminium. Killer. Aluminium. Pace. Yes, yeah, we really got to the core of this today. <laughs> this is great stuff. This is the purpose of this show. It's like how they say pedophile. Yeah, I hate that. Because uh, it makes it worse. Pedophile? Yeah. You think it's worse? Yeah. I I feel like it makes it it sounds it sounds too fun. Yeah, it does. Again, it sounds like uh, it sounds like the mayor of a fake town. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a character from one of those. Was it old like the Herschel and Chart characters? The uh... oh, you're talking about HR Puff and stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor of it. Yeah, the the HR Puff and stuff land is pedophile. Yes. All right, here we go. Let's do some listener emails. Let's do it. And we can uh, possibly cover the corpse story on we'll do it next tr- week. We'll do it next week. We'll do it on True Crime Roundup. Yes. Now this is uh, this. I'm reading this story because I think it's like, really important to know this lesson and to keep this lesson close to your heart. I took a trip to Louisiana with a group of friends freshman year of college to visit the family of one of our friends on the trip who is from Baton Rouge. During this trip, we ventured over to Nola and the French Quarter. There are multiple Marie Laveau and voodoo shops, but there's one specifically that claims that is the original Marie Laveau voodoo shop, which is, yeah, we've seen that. It's great. Yeah, it's a cool place. It's great. I mean, it's a little touristy, but overall, you get a good vibe. Yeah, of course. It's, it's legit. But also touristy. Yeah. It's one of those. So inside, there are two altars in different locations in the store. One to Marie Laveau and the other to the devil. One of my friends is the type that you can't take your eye off or they will get into mischief. Sounds difficult to be around. (laughs) Um, I don't know what that means. I feel like that shouldn't be past six years old. One of my friends is the type that you can't take your eye off or they will get into mischief. Yeah, that is is a thing you apply to a toddler, not to a grown adult. (laughs) Well, I feel like that's acceptable until you're 25. I mean, 20. Two. Nah, I give people a little bit more leeway All these right. days. I mean, right. come on. Adolescence lasts until you're like 46 now. Things are more serious than ever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So I noticed him standing around the Marie Laveau altar a little longer than the other merchandise. There were multiple beautiful rocks placed on the altar. So I figured he was just admiring it. We continued our trip without a hitch until we started to head back to Arkansas from Baton Rouge. About an hour into the drive back, my friend asks, want to see something cool? I unfortunately said yes, to which he showed me a very pretty rock that I'd seen on the altar from the day before. I kind of freaked out because I don't like to mess with the paranormal or the supernatural. You are correct. Yes. You should have freaked out. Yeah, don't Especially mess- the queen of New Orleans voodoo's fucking altar. No, you don't fuck with Marie Laveau. No. And about an hour after showing me the rock, one of the three cars had a tire explode while driving. And then one of the cars got pulled over. And when getting back to Arkansas, our room had flooded. But the strange part was that the damage was localized just to the members of our trip's apartments. But a week later, one of the girls from the trip developed an extremely bad case of bronchitis. They took her out of school. And it was either the perfect storm of coincidence 
or we legitimately got cursed. And this happened at the start of 2020. And when the world shut down due to COVID, it was always in the back of my head that it was because my buddy stole that goddamn rock. Jesus. But I do think that uh, I, when it comes to voodoo, there's certain things I do believe that the power of the belief within it does work no matter what you think about it. Well, voodoo is also very misunderstood. Very much understood. Uh, very misunderstood. Yeah, everyone always thinks of voodoo dolls. They always think of the negative aspects of it. No, I, I just extremely got, powerful. I just got this incredible record a couple of weeks ago called uh, Voodoo Rituals in Haiti. Uh, it w- It's from the 60s and it recorded these actual, like it, this guy was able to get in and actually record these voodoo rituals uh, in Haiti and they were boisterous they yes. were joyful oh it's beautiful like, it was such and it's just it's like a very some, beautiful religion it's a very beautiful religion and yeah and the way that they celebrated it like it really like put you in there but it's uh, scary too and, and i i thought that the record was going to be scary but it wasn't at all like it was extremely pleasant to listen to i'm going to be checking it out again this week and i'm giving it a second listen i can't wait i can't wait give it to me <laughs> now do you, do you have a record player no yeah so it, why would you want it i hear songs through the windows from other places <laughs> I hear I, I when the neighbors turn up, I listen that way. You are the one you just got your big audiophile. I could do it more. My problem is I don't collect the records. Like yeah. you really, really collect them. Oh yeah. No, I love collecting the records. Like uh, to the point where I have like multiple pressings of the same record. Yeah. Because I like to have like I like looking at the sleeve. I like having it. Uh I like to hear the differences. Sometimes there's different songs on different pressings. Sometimes I'll even get a record that doesn't have the song that I love on it because they only put it on the second pressing after the single got big. I just completed my David Icke collection. We def- have different things. Yes. We have that, very different things. Maybe that's a hint. At what may be to come? Does that mean that we're going to do a, a big series on the different pressings of Shocking Blue Records? Or- <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, buckle up. Uh, uh, the Danish pressing and the English pressing. There's a lot of differences. They use, the, they use the back cover for the front cover on the American pressing, and it includes Venus, where the actual original pressing, the Danish pressing, didn't have Venus because Venus was cover, was released as a single after the album came out. No, it's honestly, it's fascinating if you're here. <laughs> If you're here, it's fascinating. And for more uh, little tidbits like that, come and join the No Dogs live stream every other Monday uh, on twitch.tv slash LPNTV. We're going to be coming back the week after Thanksgiving with a new stream. We have a, a, this great segment called Vinyl Hall. That sounds great. Take, it's, honestly, it's great. Yeah, I take records out of my collection and we go through them and talk about them. Last time we talked about this disco record from a band called Mecco that uh, did a disco version of the Wizard of Oz soundtrack. That's incredible. It's Their version of Ding Dong the Witch is Dead is fucking great. And that's not Nietzsche at all. <laughs> it is right in the mainstream. I'm showing you exactly what everybody's into. I'm actually right now forming a collection of different versions of Ding Dong the Witch is Dead and so far I've got five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love this. I love this attention to detail. That's what we yeah, do here at LPN and for, in, in speaking of that, just so you know I'm, I'm, that was, there was a long letter that I'm not going to read basically just answers the question we had last week. No, Egyptians do not have sex with cats. They do not have sex with cats. They just worship them. Although during certain festivals, cats were sex adjacent that right. is that so that's the closest they can At come my house to it. dogs are unfortunately sex adjacent more than i want them to be <laughs> all right i gotta you gotta kick them out of the room yeah hey I, I don't even want them in the house i don't like it because every time i we, always we always make them leave because i don't like to watch oh no we always kick georgie out of the room but the problem is that when we open the door afterwards she's always 
sitting there. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. waiting, like oh, yeah. wait, waiting for us because she loves to be oh, yeah. in the room with us when scratch, we hang scratch, out. Scratch. She doesn't scratch, thankfully. Scratch. She just lays there. And then when she, you know, it's a corgi. Corgis have very judgmental looks on their yeah, faces. So I get judged, I feel like, every time. What are you doing to mom? <laughs> what are you doing to mother in there? Um, all right, we did it. We did it. This week we got a bit of a true crime roundup. Last podcast and left. We're going to go... We are taking our little Thanksgiving break, but we are not. The show is going to be here. We have a fantastic long-form interview with one of our heroes oh, coming yeah. out next uh, during the Thanksgiving break. Uh, really fucking excited. Um, this week, we also, for the last podcast left, we have an announcement on these new ass, these new fucking funky ass beans. Yeah. You're going to love this new fucking coffee line. Honestly, according to my mother, Henry Thomas, I, I can't even. This is so delicious. She just went, I don't even need my splendor. She had, oh, Henry Thomas, this is just, these are your beans? Mom's <laughs> like, yeah, mom, get out of my house. It was so nice to see your mother this weekend. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it was really nice to hang out. Yeah, she did good. Yeah, she was great. No, we talked about her HVAC system. Oh, yeah. her house back home, that's a big problem. Say, oh, yeah, no, but that's, We yeah. talked talk about all the rats. Handled all, I've been handling that. I've been working on that. <laughs> Really been working on that from afar. And God, it's fascinating. I love it. But it's nice because, like, I'm a new homeowner. Oh, we took my mom to a Warner Brothers uh, tour. And then the first thing she says to the tour guy, being like, my son's an actor. <laughs> being like, they'd know if they knew. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they don't need to. It's actually the saddest thing in the world. Well, my parents just went to Savannah, Georgia. And I haven't talked to them yet, so I, I don't know what exactly they did. But I know they went on a ghost tour. And I'm very much wondering if my mom, like, let You know, my son, he's, uh, he's sort of the lord of ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, great. Cool. Why isn't here, then? Um, yeah, cool but thing. if you have my parents on your ghost tour uh, last week... Send us an email at sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. And, and honestly, rate. I want you to rate them. <laughs> rate and review. Don't rape my mother. Please. Don't rape my father. No, not, no, not rape. Rate. I said rate. You said rate. We both said rate. I said rate. I said rate too. Do rate your mother. <laughs> no, don't rate my mother. My mother is beyond rating. Priceless. She's beyond it. She's priceless. She's, yeah. she's a priceless. She's a, a I'd pay your father 25 grand for your mother. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. I'm going to get a call from my fucking dad. They, I'm going to get a call from my dad and say, like, you tell that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to call from my brothers. I'm going to get a call I from everyone. I love your family. I love your family. She's priceless. She is priceless. Every single one of my family members are priceless. I love my family. I already got a mother. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, hail Satan. We'll see you next week. Yeah, hail game. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.
you can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.